Welcome to today's episode of ICRA Exclusive, a podcast by Remodel Health. We're here to guide you through the complex world of health insurance and tell you everything you need to know about individual coverage health reimbursement arrangements. Whether you're a health insurance novice or a seasoned pro, get ready to revolutionize the way you view healthcare. Well, welcome back to the ICRA Exclusive Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Hall, with Justin Clements and John Staub, your ICRA experts. Experts or extreme hobbyists. You know what? I love diving into this. I mean, it's kind of a new hobby, right? You know, you just keep Googling ICRA and, you know, I keep seeing all our new different, like, educational things keep popping up. So, I mean, so really today what we're going to be talking about is all around what's the employee's perspective on ICRA, right? Because we know what the employee's perspective is for group. And hopefully it works for them. You know, hey, man, you're getting to get this new group plan. And hopefully your doctor and network is in network and good luck. Yeah. Uh, but we don't hear a lot about right now because ICRA is rather new. And so what is the employee's perspective on this? Is it, are they scared? Like we, we've talked in previous episodes all around, you know, change management and, you know, you know we've, we've talked from Blackberries to iPhones yeah. and, uh, you know, where iTunes went to Nokia for a little bit and like, what, what did all that look like? But what is the employee's perspective? And I know we've got some really cool stories yeah. uh, all around uh, what that looks looks like and so let's dive into that today yeah i want to first frame where employees are if you're offering a group plan right now because a lot of times change and the the you know the fear of change is not so much a reflection of where we might be going but in as much as we we're, we haven't really been happy where we are already, and we don't want to make it even worse. So here's my story. I sat in a group health plan. Oh, this would have been back in 2012, 13, probably. Uh, 13, I believe. And so I'm sitting in this meeting, the worst meeting of the year, the open enrollments meeting. And I love those. I mean, they, <laughs> they entice us with pizza. Uh, no, like, I didn't oh, have pizza. Well, you didn't get pizza? No, it's like you wow. have to be at this one hour long meeting that you won't understand anything. They'll give you these pieces of paper that you have to pick between 100 to sign, and then you leave not knowing what happened. <laughs> so that's what, that's what it felt like. <laughs> Thank me. you, sir. May I have another? <laughs> yes. All right. But, but here's a real story. So I'm sitting there with. A, a close coworker of mine, he and I were friends, and we're going through this plan, and they're ch- we're changing networks from one, believe it or not, one major carrier to another carrier. I'm sure it had to do with saving money because yep. that's what everyone's trying to do. He immediately looks concerned sitting next to me, and this is a group health plan, group, 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 group. Okay, uh, this was about ten years ago. He's he's googling something right away and using his phone, looking very upset, and he leans over to me and says. My daughter just lost her specialist. And I said, what, what do you mean? He said, well, we've known this for a while that because of the, you know, these network changes, two major ne- networks, uh, he's like, we're going to have to find a new specialist. That, that's a real moment that happened for him. It happened for him in this, in this group space. Now, you know what? They were able to find another great specialist. It's awesome because you know, at the end of the day, I think we're all realizing in order to make a difference on the cost of health care in the United States as individual employees, 
we gotta open up our hands a little bit. We gotta. Hey, right. Are you a specialist? Are you? So, all right, I'm gonna go to a specialist. Um, but the the negative experience he had on just a tiny little change. You know, it was basically a card change to us, but it was mm-hmm. a really major change to him. And then guess what? He went and talked to HR, and then it was this big problem, and then it took him a long time. So think about the productivity also lost. Well, yeah. for that one <laughs> yeah. employee, yeah. it was <laughs> it was very difficult and. Yeah. And as we step into possibly delivering health benefits in a new way, every HR director out there is thinking of that story with my friend next to me saying, I don't want to do something different because that's going to happen again. And I would posit uh, it's going to happen again whether you stay with a group plan or you decide to step into the future of health benefits or not. And and I would then further just give you one more thing. I believe that as you empower employees in this process, instead of just telling them, here's the change, but you educate and empower them along the way, those changes actually become part of what they love about health insurance instead of the other way around. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you look at it like a group health insurance is, you know, everybody, they're going to change. And yes. right, I mean, I can't tell many how many cards and how many HSAs that I have because we just keep changing. Well, you know? Why? Why do they have to change? Well, what do you mean? So what is the problem with, you know, the health insurance? Why? Do, why oh. What's the problem the employers face with health insurance? Why are they forced to make changes? They, they hate making the changes for themselves. The HR director says, I don't want to make a change. It's going to create, you know, at least 10% of the people are going to be upset no matter what we do if we make yeah. a change. Well, why, why are they having yeah. to make changes? And 20% yeah. of employers make this change. So why? Yeah. What, yeah, what do you think, Travis? And, and, I mean, also every two to three years. Oh, why? Oh, yeah. Why change? Why don't you stay the same? Well, because it's the second highest line item on my budget right now. Yeah. And i got to figure out a new way in order to basically save yeah. money or... Break I'm lo- even for the day. I'm losing employees, especially I can't give in the software yeah. world. You know, where I'm sitting there with on VC funding, you know, and sitting there like, why? Well, you know what? I've got to be able to hit certain criteria for my budget every year, and this one is a cost that I can't control yeah. right now. Why can't you control it? Well, it's not. It's not my plan. Yeah. What I, I wish I could control. Yeah. Tr- I, I wish I could. How do, yeah. how do I control I it, Justin? I don't know how to like. <laughs> so obviously, uh, you know, we're, we're talking about ICRA here, right? You yeah. know, and that's 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 a new wave. So if you're on a through. group plan for the past thirty years, your company has been on a group plan for the past you know ten fifteen years. Every year, what happens? The rates, rates keep going go up. up. Do they ever go down? No, (laughs) (laughs) ever. And so you start off with a plan that was, you know, a thousand dollars per employee. And now it's to what? Well, well, I have almost every time I look at a new employee, I'm getting ready to hire. I'm thinking another 30 percent on top of what their base is. Yeah. At least another way to think about that is in seven years, your cost will double. That's a that's around, you know, the Mm -hmm. number of increase right now. Mm -hmm. Like you're going to pay twice as much in seven years right now. And so you as employer, or as a, a group broker consultant, you look at alternatives, right? HRAs, HSAs, self-funded, level-funded, skinnier networks, HMOs. Yeah, I was about to say, make the plans worse and co- mm-hmm. charge them less. I hate, the that. I hate that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we'll just keep raising that deductible for yeah. you, you know? so Every year. Uh, and I mean, right, that we're having to deal with bankruptcy. You know, our own employees that we're employing that we're trying to pay for, you know, and they're getting out and they have something uh, catastrophic happens yep. to them. 
And then boom. Two out of every three bankruptcies are because of medical bills. So obviously... And they have jobs. And and they have jobs. 80% of those people have coverage. Yeah. No, I mean, I think it's 98% of Americans have insurance coverage of some sort. And so the reality that it's two out of every three bankruptcies because of medical bills, something's off. And so they either don't know how to use their plan or they have a bad plan. And it's just, again, when you step into this new delivery system, people are going to be upset and scared at any sort of possible change. And so uh, certainly can empathize how we can, you know, make sure and come alongside employees to make sure that they Mm -hmm. know, hey, guess what? You actually can get something for yourself that's better than you have before. But as an employer, like, I don't want to freak out my employees or scare them or Mm -hmm. create drama unless I absolutely have to. Yeah, right. And so if from the employee's perspective, everything's fine until you show up to the meeting and you say, guys, bad news. I'm going to have to tell you the bad news. I don't want to tell you bad news Mm because it's bad for morale. It's bad for business. But the, the reality is, is our group health insurance carrier is raising our rate by, you know, 25%. And what we have to do is we can't afford that. So we're going to have to raise the deductibles and shift some of the cost to you guys. And they'll probably just do this in an email instead of yeah. meeting. <laughs> I hope well, right. And then HR is like, yeah. thanks a lot, everybody. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know, there yeah. goes my two weeks. Yeah. I am out of the office now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, but that's reality. They have no other choice, right? Right. Yeah. No, you don't. You got to hit the no. bottom line, period. That's just the, that's just the reality. You're, you're absolutely is. right, Justin. Or we have and to let go of some people here. Yeah. yeah which, unfortunately. Yeah. 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 So the other, uh, you know, in educating the employees is, I think the best op- policy is honesty and just tell them the truth. Hey, yeah. this is not sustainable. Yeah. yeah. And and we don't we want to offer you coverage. We want you to have access to healthcare. We don't want your daughter not to have our specialist. So we're going to give you money to shop with and let you pick the plan that works best for you. Yeah. I want to back up just slightly for people again, maybe maybe you just clicked on this episode right away because this is what you're interested in. What is ICRA? Individual coverage health reimbursement arrangement. The basic premise is instead of giving employees the plan, you're going to give them money to go buy their own plan and give them a whole bunch of options, you know, there's around 30 to 50 plans that are available and you design how much you're going to give to people, get a great software, get a great team, then you deliver. Thank you, the, Remodel Health. Yeah, thank oh, you, Remodel by Health. By the way, all three of us are on individual plans. Yeah. Yep. I, I switched over. I worked in healthcare for United Healthcare for many years and uh, went and joined a tech startup that uh, did a big round and, and went, you know, went public. And they said, hey, we have uh, health insurance for you and uh, your family. And I was highly compensated, so this wasn't a big issue for me, but it was $1,400 a month to have my family on the plan. $1,400 a month for most Americans would not be sustained. That's a mortgage payment, right? Like mm-hmm. that that's not, they would have to decline coverage and have their family go without coverage. Uh, knowing what I know about the industry and about you can pick your own plan and manage it better, I actually declined it and said, no, thanks. Yeah. I can get my own plan for my family for about $700 a month, and it's better than the one you're offering me. That tells me, and those that's the plan I'm still on today. So if I can, knowing all the insides and outs of the health insurance world, manage and get a plan cheaper on my own than employer can, and they were offering, they were paying for some of that $1,400 a month. Like, so 
That's what we're doing here. We're all on individual plans ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're, my, my wife's relatively happy with our coverage. My kids get all the care they need. I have a yeah. special needs kid that has been in and out of doctors, in and out of surgeries, and they have not had to go to somebody else. It is possible, and it is actually better when you take your own plan into your own hands and manage it yourself. And the beautiful thing is you have an employer that offers money to help pay for it. You said something really... Really notable. You said relatively happy. And I think it's really important for for us to not kid ourselves that relatively happy is like the goal because right now everyone's really upset. Like you're, unless you work for maybe some of the largest software companies in the world, everyone has that relatively happy insurance plan. Or the government. (laughs) Or the government, of course. Um, I want to give you another analogy. This literally just happened. Uh, so I've got a, a, a child, and they uh, just had a birthday back a couple months ago. And I'm telling you what, if I, if that was my employee, that that child is well compensated. I mean, I give that child everything, tons of gifts. Well, guess what gift this child appreciated the most? It wasn't the the thing that I gave them, the benefit I gave them, the toy. No, they got a gift card, and they were so stoked about this gift card to be able to go, and guess what? They got to pick out what they wanted from the store. And you know what? Way more satisfied with that toy that actually ended up costing me less. I was like, I should have just only given you gift cards of less monetary value (laughs) because they were more satisfied than the other gifts that were way more expensive because there was ownership. Now, obviously, that's a a, a tiny little example. I like that example, John, but here, here, imagine this. Imagine if you had 100 kids and they were all born on the same day. They were all born on the same day, and you had to pick out the same gift for all of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now that gift card seems a hundred times better. Oh, that's yes, great! Absolutely. Thank you, Justin. Oh I my goodness, it. I love it. Well, I mean, but the thing is, also, like one of the misconceptions around ICRA is all around saying, "Well, they're going to get some bad plans. Yeah. They're going to get, you know, they're they're going to base level. They're going to get high deductible plans." And what I'm seeing in the industry is there are actually more people are choosing gold and platinum plans. Yeah. Then they are choosing older plans, yeah. or, or excuse me, lower bronze plans, yeah. which is that was shocking to me. Yeah, it is fascinating. Um, backing up to you know, you're mentioning gold, silver, bronze. These are ACA regulated terms, and then pulling back even more, the ACA, the Affordable Care Act, governs both group plans and individual plans. Individual plans that we're talking about are real insurance plans from. Normal carriers like Blue Cross Blue Shield, for example, they offer both a group plan and an individual plan. Therefore, if they're all governed by the same laws and then there's two different ways to buy these plans and one of those plans is cheaper and they still have gold, silver, bronze, platinum, all the options, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Absolutely. It makes too much sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, it, obviously, the, I'm, I'm oversimplifying in a lot of ways, but I think as we pull back in the philosophical and, and perspective uh, position of this as an employee, instead of showing up and get a bunch of white pages of paper that you just like shuffle around, you have no idea what it is. Eventually, you get a plastic card. But now you get an email invite that says, hey, Make your account online, and then you say, okay, cool, and you've been given instruction, education on how you've been given dollars to go spend and shop around. 
now I have a an Amazon type shopping experience for my insurance and I get to look through plan levels and I'm in the driver's seat. Now, that might be overwhelming to some people because I, I understand. I've, I've met with them. They're like, I don't want to do that at all. Right. Like, they just want to hit the easy button, right? They I want mean, the easy button. We have those employees. Yeah, so and, you make sure that there's an easy button yeah. literally in the software. But then those people that say, you know what? I might, I'm actually going to add in a little bit more because I didn't realize that if I add in this, I could get all these extra benefits. And, and the ownership and engagement that you have along the way, you have now taken what you were giving them. Let's, let's just say pound for pound, same thing, same cost. You're not necessarily even saving any money. It's just you're delivering a better plan to them. You've now made what you were spending on them before so much more valuable because they're actually playing with the toys you gave them for their birthday. And it's amazing mm-hmm. when you see them engaging with this and enjoying it that they will come and say, hey, thank you so much for the generosity you have of the way that you're taking care of us. And this is this is not conceptual. This is reality. There are thousands of employers doing this today, right now, right. and there are thousands more that are analyzing it and preparing to sign up for it tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. This is like the number one growing piece in, in insurance right now. Yeah. Let, Icra. let me give you a story of a family. I got to sit down with them and walk them through this change, and they were nervous about it because they had some you know specific things in their family, and I don't, obviously I'm not going to give away any of their personal information, but they had a group plan. So they, they were a family. They had a good group plan. It was not a bad group plan. It wasn't an expensive group plan, but it was good. And now there's this new thing they had to navigate. I got to sit down with them. I got to explain to them how they now have a budget and they get to spend and shop around. Well, guess what? I went and found them a plan that not only helped them to save money every month, but they were also able to max out, literally max out their HSA plan, their health savings account. They were able to fully fund their entire year and net positive $5,000. Okay. There's a lot of granular details in there. And, uh, you know, if you're someone who knows about them, then you probably will geek out with me. But here's the reality. They're spending less every month. Mm-hmm. They have better coverage and they saved $5,000. That family, you know, it took a little bit of education. We sat down there for about 15 minutes and then they got it. They're like, wait, okay. So this is my max out of pocket. This is how much it costs to go to the doctor. I'm okay. I get an insurance card. This is a real insurance plan. Oh, cool. Thanks. Right. Right. I had a similar story. Um, this was back before ICRA law was passed. We were doing this pre-tax. Uh, I'm sorry, post-tax. post-tax. Now yeah, we're able to do yeah. it pre-tax. Yeah. So we were actually doing this at Remodel Health uh, since 2015. The very first group that I went into, I actually did the all-employee meeting with a group broker there brought me in. And then I uh, helped consult with each one of the employees. And there was an employee that now that they weren't offered the group plan and they had their own individual plan option, he could actually afford for his wife who was sick and had health issues to be on a plan with him. And this guy, uh, this, is, this was really impactful for me because not only were we helping the employer and we were helping ourselves growing a business and, and making money, so that's important for me and my family, but this guy, the employee, was actually in a much better spot. Everyone was a winner. And he actually stood up 
gave me a hug and teared <laughs> up. He literally cried because he was able to go home and tell his wife that now she was actually going to be covered under insurance. Amazing. And mm. she had a bunch of health issues and surgeries pending that were now going to be covered and Think paid for. Think about the productivity also of that employee. Amazing. Because now you've helped them security-wise yep. to be able to say, you know what, I can take care of my loved ones. Yep. I mean, we worked with several different clients where when we went out on site and we, we worked with all their employees, that how many number of them said, my family now finally gets health insurance? Because my current group plan was so expensive, or they didn't offer it to the family. Mm-hmm. And so now they're able to, and they're able to pick and choose, and they can find out what's the best for their network, what hospital is next to. I mean, think about all your other employees that are like, well, we live in one county and we got to go over here. And the, like they can pick and choose what's best for them. And how much more now they feel the security that they're well taken care of. Yeah. Absenteeism is a concept that a lot of HR directors will be familiar with. And the reason I'm bringing it up is this. When an employer from the very, very beginning of picking this plan, they're going to be engaged at a level that perhaps they never have been before. They're going to know about that plan and say, oh, well, if I know about this plan, I want to use this plan. Well, guess what? Someone that's using their, you know, they're going in and getting their checkup every year and they're making sure and taking care of themselves, they're going to be a a healthier employee. Well, guess what? This is not news to anyone. Healthier employees have lower absenteeism than other employees. And so not only is this you know, just pound for pound going to be a better way to deliver, perhaps cheaper, perhaps better, whatever way you design that plan, but certainly a superior delivery system. It's not just about the dollars and cents. There's so many waves uh, beyond the actual plan itself to helping employees really start making a difference in the way they consume healthcare as American shoppers, because I think we're the best in the world. Well, and what this does is it, it decentralizes command. Instead of one HR person who so – there are HR people out there that do not like this because they want the people to come to them. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, they come to me for everything. Yeah. Well, is that what you want? Yeah. They can still come to you for other yeah. things. Yeah. I mean, you but know, it's their own commercial plan. Yeah. yeah. Do they come to you to help you figure out how to make their mortgage payment online? No. Do they come <laughs> to you to help pick out their their car insurance? No. So it's their own individual health plan, and they take control of it, and they manage it. You simply are giving them pre-tax dollars. That's a benefit for you. Get you out of the penalty. You're providing coverage. You're providing benefits. And uh, they get to pick their own plan. It's pretty simple. Simple is not easy, though. And so how do we educate, like, a lot of our employees? Uh, We've got several examples like that where we've worked through with employers, helping them with videos, and we've helped them with emails, and helping them even with their HR uh, team coming alongside them saying, here are the different talk tracks. Walk me through some of those that you guys have seen uh, in the past. Yeah, there's a high-level understanding of just what insurance is. Most of the time, uh, people will still think insurance is the amount of the copay I go when I, you know, I pay when I go to the doctor. And I think that, by and large, the American worker is understanding insurance is more complex than that, certainly more significant than that. So uh, you want to have a really good all-employee education session on general insurance basics because no matter how you're delivering this plan, 
Insurance is insurance. So make sure they understand that. But then at the employee level, ensuring that they have little tiny, you know, we live on TikTok or, or, or Instagram reels, I suppose, if you're, if you're a, a millennial, but we, we live in the video world. So making sure they have really good video content that explains what is the difference between a high deductible health plan or a copay plan? And then they understand why they actually could save money one way or another within their own family structure. I think another thing that's really important is educating employees on when to use telehealth versus going to the emergency room. And I know that sounds really yeah. silly, but do you know how many people go to the emergency room for things that actually could have, they could have just pulled their phone out of their pocket and connected with a doctor for a $0 copay. Well, they don't know that. Or even the difference between that and urgent care. Oh, right. I, yeah. I mean, urgent My care goodness. being that, that little blend in between the two. Certainly, yeah. if you need to go to emergency room, please go there. But if it's not an emergency, emergency, then empowering employees with that checklist of like, what is my, you know, what's my local urgent care that if I, you know, need to go there, I can go there. What are the list of things that I can at any time just get a hold of a doctor on my phone who can send me a prescription down the street for a sinus infection or something? You know, that's really interesting. You know, my wife and I, we went out and we went skiing uh, a little while ago and uh, unfortunately, my daughter had a little bit of accident uh, with getting her finger slammed into a door. Kids these days. So, somebody was watching them. Uh, obviously, some close family <laughs> member loved them. And uh, but their natural reaction was we're going to the emergency yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. And then, bam, all of a sudden, I have a $12,000 bill for the emergency room <laughs> when he could have walked up a flight of stairs. Yeah. To the urgent care and have way less. Now, obviously, we've got all that taken care of, and I'm glad that we have those facilities and we have those the, those things out there for us to be able to use. But it's an education yeah. because one generation says, well, we just go to the emergency room. And for anything... You, you know why that was, right? No, I why actually, that, I why that generation just went to the ER for everything? Is that because that's all there was? No, it's okay. because their employer gave them a Blue Cross Blue Shield plan <laughs> card that said, you have a $5 copay for whatever you do. I grew up with the UAW Ford Motor Company health health insurance plan, and it didn't matter what we did. It would cost $5 to have a baby. It was like a $5 copay for everything. Wow. Yeah. So if it's $5 to me, I could care less. Do right? those, plan, do those right. exist anymore, Justin? Uh, no, no, not at all. <laughs> but I mean, so the point is that where we need to be able to help educate, not only just, we just need to be able to help educate our employees and say, guys, because that's also the other thing that I was, we were, we were talking with a uh, several companies. I was like, you realize by educating them, them, you're also potentially giving them a raise. Yeah. yeah. Too. Because Absolutely. you're like, think about this that instead of $12,000 that they would have had to pay out of pocket, that now we're sitting there and saying, you know, you could have only paid three. That delta right there of all of a sudden $9,000 yeah. that yeah. they could have saved. Absolutely. Uh, for Speak, them. Speaking of education, a lot of brokers and a lot of employers, a lot of folks have educated over the past 20 years about HSAs and the power of HSAs. And now employees are actually on them and are loving them. Uh, I want to quickly note that if you have an HSA account and if you're on an HSA plan in the group environment, you can do the exact same thing with the individual plans. So mm -hmm. ICRA is HSA friendly. You can use HSA. And as an employer, yeah. you can contribute to HSA accounts even if they're individual plans, not group plans. That's a yeah. great point that I wanted to 
briefly touch on, I we do not have time in this episode to go into strategic ways of improving the plans, but here is a teaser for employers to know. And then brokers, if you're listening, make sure you get this in front of your, you know, your clients. You can do more than just the premium now. Mm-hmm. And, and the, there are lots of ways to structure this, but again, give money toward the premium and give money toward medical expenses because in this very highly competitive space of employee retention and recruiting, you have to be giving the best benefit. The best benefit is not just a plan anymore, period. It includes a benefit plus those medical dollars toward expenses. Unless you're going to have a $5 copay for everything. <laughs> yeah, well, then that's a whole <laughs> other subject, of course. I don't even know if those exist anymore, right? No. Uh, so. <laughs> I mean, it would, be, it would literally be like $4,000 a month per family. At least. Yeah. At wow. least. And just think about that. It's all of a sudden a rate increase happens yeah. for them. Well, thankfully, but. the good old days are, are over, and we are looking ahead at the new good old days. Absolutely. Well, thank you all for tuning in to the Icar exclusive podcast with Travis all John Staub and Justin Clements have an amazing day and you're awesome. Thanks for listening. For more information about Icra, visit remodelhealth.com. Thanks for listening. For more information about ICRA, visit remodelhealth.com.